0: Do we think people who advertise on podcasts hate the 15 second button i feel like that would be like the bane of their existence the skip ahead button yeah i'm sure they're they're not thrilled about that existing on every platform they didn't
1: think about it until you just brought it up now hi you're listening to pop-up podcasting we make podcasting easy so stick around for tips tricks and a behind-the-scenes look at the podcast industry So maybe we can start by talking about the the length for the typical elements that people have in a podcast. So things like the intro, the outro, and then also a teaser trailer.
0: I need a brush up too because I got to do the CBIE template tomorrow. So I'm going to be writing all this down as you guys do it.
1: <laughs> well, we have the, we have the the scripting
0: yeah I'm just joking blog
1: in uh, on the website too. Yeah. So if anybody needs a quick refresher, I'm sure JP knows off by heart though, all the numbers. Well,
2: I was just, I was curious. No, I don't know them off by heart. <laughs> I, was, I was just having a look. So we're talking about the intro, the outro, the teaser. In the blog post that I wrote, I wrote intro should be under a minute, even less is better. Teaser, one to five minutes, uh, also known as a trailer. And the outro, 15 seconds to two minutes. That's the official pop-up podcasting advice. But of course, with anything podcasting, it varies. It varies depending on what what needs to be in there, the style of the show, I don't know, various things. But I think my thing overall is those elements should be as short as possible, especially the intro. I want to hear the exciting content that you have waiting for me. I don't want to hear a three-minute standard intro that gets tacked on to every episode.
1: So if somebody has like a call to action, they should try to stick to one versus like three.
2: Call to action in the intro, yeah, one versus three is yeah, is is better um because I think there's also this thing of like you're not going to be able to follow three calls to action. Like if if you want to download my ebook, go here. If you want to follow me on Twitter, go here. If you want to Join my email list. Go here. Like, I'd rather just stick to one of those things. And you're more likely to get people to do one thing than three things.
0: And also, if they're like a fan and they're willing to do one of those things, there's a decent chance that there's going to be some carryover into some of the others that you're interested in engaging with them on as well, too. Right. Like, if it's like, make sure you subscribe to the podcast then you know, then it's a good chance if they like your podcast, then they're going to, you know, look for you on Twitter or whatever it is. Right. So,
2: yeah, I agree.
1: And you could probably switch it up every few months just to see which ones are more effective than others.
3: So As far as intros, I really like 30 seconds. I think 30 seconds is nice and concise. 45 seconds is fine. Like a minute to three minutes is is, is fine. But I think it, like for me, once it goes past a minute, it's a little long. Um, And the call to action, like you guys said, try to get it over with. So there's a lot of shows that have like custom intros every time. So they'll have their, their like, 15 to 30 seconds of the thing they always say, and then like a custom bit for that specific episode, that definitely helps stamp it interesting every time. So that might allow you to go up to three minutes and keep it interesting. But if it's the same exact thing every single episode,
0: I don't really want it to be longer than 30 seconds. Yeah. And sort of like along those lines is I I do think it's better when like the episode specific part is maybe longer than the like generic intro. But at the same time, if you're talking about how great this guest is or this content is or whatever, you should probably also just get to the guest or the content as well, too. Right. Because I know sometimes um, I find people record those like a bit on the longer side and then that tends to be like. When they finally get the episode, like back with everything put together, a lot of times, you know, you'll get the re-recorded intro a little bit shorter, right? Because they're like, oh, it kind of took up a lot of time before we actually got to the guest there. So I think that one can be a bit of a two-way street.
1: And what do you think about formatting different elements around the intro and outro? So things like, like an ad, for example, or some people choose to put a clip at the beginning to start off.
0: I definitely like the clip. Uh, integration. Having worked on one recently that had that, it sort of had like a tease like that, you know, similar to how you would use an audiogram, but you're, you know, you're clipping that interesting part or something funny, whatever it is, that hook. And uh, just having a cold open with that, I, I thought it sounded really good and just, you know, um, spices it up a little bit. So it's, you know, not just your standard intro.
3: The There's been a lot of cold opens recently, especially with COVID. So they'll have to like specify that this is a COVID special episode and that it's not exactly what they normally do. So, like, we've, I, if you do have one of those little disclaimers, I would put it right at the beginning, open with it, and then head into your music intro. I think that's probably like, it's the most effective way to do it. And it sounds, it sounds better than having the music and then just talking about how this is a COVID specific episode
2: and then going into the guest. That doesn't really make sense. The thing with, with disclaimers too is depending on, how important it is for people to hear it I guess I don't know there's yeah <laughs> to me there's there's a distinction between uh legal department told us this has to be part of this <laughs> <laughs> versus like yeah you're about to hear something different we're doing a different format during covid uh enjoy you know something quick off the top um so for those more like legally required but nobody's actually wants to hear it Disclaimers. I I always suggest people put those at the end if, if oh, yeah for sure if it's acceptable to uh uh to their legal department uh, put it after the after the end of the outro music like bury it as deep yeah. as, as deep as possible. <laughs> but getting back to the intros, yeah, I love um I love those cold opens the podcast that I started podcasting with uh, way back in the day, over 10 years ago now with my friend, Ella uh, called I like you no longer findable on the internet too embarrassing. Damn. Uh, I want to find it. (laughs) (laughs) But um, that show, we always started with a, with a cold open and it's, it's a nice way. So a cold open for anybody who doesn't know is a clip usually from the episode that plays before your intro music starts. So it starts cold with no, no uh, fancy production around it. And what I found was you want to keep those pretty short. Like I would say like under 20 seconds, because if somebody hits play on your podcast and there's no music and you're just thrown into this clip, like it has to be instantly recognizable as something like useful, funny, or or interesting. And it can have a little mystery, like making you want to listen more, but you don't put a two minute cold open that's mysterious (laughs) because otherwise people are going to hit play on your podcast and think what is this podcast it doesn't even have intro music when are they going to tell me what the show is even about like you know it it starts to get confusing but if it's a if it's quite a short clip then i think it it works well to give you that little hit of like something new and interesting before you have to listen to the yeah the one minute standard intro so what do you
3: think about like I guess it's not a cold open because there would be production elements. But what about like having the music bed in the intro, really quiet underneath that little clip? Mm.
2: You could. I think if the if the music bed works well that way, I, I, a lot of our a lot of our intros have you know sort of a either a, a flourish at the beginning or a flourish when we when we sort of change um, from the intro into the episode content. And so I, I like that idea of like a little music bed under that clip. And then the music builds to some kind of you into know, your real intro, ba bam intro yeah. time yeah, 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 I think that yeah, I think that that's that's a nice way to
3: do it as far as like the ads working, I think they they work. Uh, anywhere in the episode But I think they're more effective right off the bat They're a little bit more annoying right off the bat Because it's one of the first things you hear But I mean if if you're listening Especially if you're just listening to a podcast for the first time You don't really know if you're going to like it You might not get to halfway through the episode So for companies that want to Purchase a spot it's probably They're probably looking to have it Fairly early on And most podcasts that I listen to right now Are doing like the the midway And if it's really long they'll do like three or four, like every every 20 minutes. But um I think midway is kind of the 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 most standard one that I'm seeing right now.
2: Yeah the 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 mid-roll ad companies really like the mid-roll ads and the and the pre-roll ads. So that's basically like taking the place of that cold open. The ad is right up front. And part of the reason for that is that your sort of audience retention as people listen is inevitably a downhill slope. So everybody makes it to second one slightly fewer people make it to minute one even fewer people make it to 10 minutes in so yeah the the ad companies want that 100 percent of people to hear uh their ad so they they ask that you put it at the beginning and then the middle is good too because you're sort of like part way down that that downhill slope of losing people And you still get a good hit, so most ad companies aren't happy with, uh, like I was saying about the the legal disclaimer, like don't bury the ad at the end because then it's not an effective ad, and the company's not going to want to pay you money for that.
0: Do we think the ad, like people who like advertise on podcasts, hate like the fifteen second button? I feel like that would be like the bane of their existence,
2: the skip ahead button.
0: Yeah, because like if I know, like I listen to this podcast every episode, they start with an ad rate or whatever, like. I would like play the episode and you know your three clicks of your 15 second jump away from getting to the content i mean that's that's just you know the reality in every space of advertising now but uh, yeah i'm sure that they're, they're not thrilled
3: they about that about existing on every platform well i <laughs> mean it's, it's, uh, there's so many like add-ons to websites now that you they just do it for you right like ad blocks and stuff like that especially mm-hmm. on youtube and everything like that so i know that companies are are very well aware of it it must annoy them to no end but there's not much they can do about it make your ads as as entertaining as you possibly can and then hopefully Mm. people
0: don't skip it but like i've been guilty of it i I, i'll skip ads if i know exactly where they are yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, i think what you touched on there richard is kind of the key is if you can make them like placement i'm sure obviously matters and stuff like that but i think it's how you do it as well too because i've seen a lot of places try and do them more like conversational stuff and there might be might depend on what you're um what you have to deliver for like the advertiser and everything like that but If you can do it in a way that kind of makes it just in the flow of the actual episode and everything, uh, that can make it a lot easier because then you're like, wait, am I even listening to an ad right now? You know, if they've made it funny or whatever it is, right? If you can, if it's a little bit more engaging or if they have like a, you know, they're advertising a product and they have like real use cases of it and stuff like that, whatever it may be. But I think if you can sort of jazz it up in that way a little bit, you can at least every once in a while prevent people from hitting skip on it.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, so I used to... Uh, I went to school for advertising as well. And one of the main things that we were taught as far as copywriting is always surprise, engage and delight. And if you it's it's that gets drilled into your head nonstop, but it works. So like if you can surprise someone, engage them and and just make it super unique and either. So something that's funny really tends to work very well and also something that's really heavy. So they're, they're like polar opposites, but they both work very well at capturing your attention.
1: Thanks for checking out pop-up podcasting, podcasting made easy. If you're interested in learning more about podcasting or starting your own podcast, you can find us at popuppodcasting.ca where you can download our free guide podcasting at work.